Hey everyone, thank you for joining me as we together navigate our way through the strange Paradiso. I was going and planned on having Victoria Kennedy on the show this morning, but because of some unseen circumstances, the things that I didn't know were going to occur, we have had to postpone it. Now, this was not on her part. This was actually on my part. And I'm going to tell you part of what happened. So this all happened within probably an uh, an eight-hour, if not less, amount of time. So I'm driving, I'm going to work, and I think I hear this sound coming from my car that it never made before. You know, when it's your car and you've had it for a while, you know when something's different. So when I first heard this sound, I thought it was coming from someone else's car. But once I was alone on the road, I realized that the sound was still there, so it was coming from my car. I didn't... It was one of those sounds where it kind of sounds like it's coming from the front left, but when you roll the windows down, it kind of like sounds like it's coming from the right or from everywhere. And it sounded like a like a cell phone ringing off in the distance. And it was at intervals. It wasn't just consistent. It was off and on. And I noticed that it would happen when I would step on the gas. Coming from a stop and then I'd step on the gas and then I'd hear this sound. Okay, so I'm going to work. Once I came, once I was on my way home, now I get, I come out of work, I start my car and this thing pops up on the screen that says that my front camera needs to be serviced. Well, let me tell you, I never knew that I had a front camera. I've never seen a anything that had to do with a front camera. I have a rear one, but not the front, I don't think. So anyways, I've, I was thinking maybe this has something to do with that noise. Maybe there's something going out that has something to do with a fuse. I don't know. So by the time I got home, I noticed that it was getting louder. Okay, so now it is a little stressful when something's wrong with your car, when it's making noise and things like this, and you have to go to work. Okay, so that was yesterday, which was Saturday. Now, I'm supposed to go to work on Monday. So I'm like, I don't have time. I mean, how am I going to get this fixed or even take it in when uh, then it's like Sunday, nothing's open, okay? The dealership where I have my car service is not open on Sundays. So I'm kind of already getting a little stressed. I try not to stress about stuff, but I'm thinking, okay, well, I might have to contact my clients and change their schedules around. So then it's about, I don't know, 8.50 p.m. I get a text message. Now, I work at two different places. Granted, they're both on the same street and they're about two miles away from one another. So I get a text, okay, from place A that I work at. So uh, place A and place B. So the owner of place A texts me and says she's uncomfortable because I work there and at place B. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't know what would cause this discomfort. But as I read on, 
she says i would love to have you stay here and work here but if not if you would rather work at the other place then you need to come and pick up your belongings and blah 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 so i'm like okay i'm not the only person that works at two places that are very close to each other okay who work at place a there's another girl a co-worker of mine who works at place a who also works really close i mean closer than my other place of employment so i'm thinking okay well i don't know what's wrong but she's tripping so okay so i waited a little while before i contacted her back because i didn't want to um, say anything out of anger which i wasn't angry i was just wondering what the heck was going on but i didn't want to jump okay I don't want to burn any bridges. So I thought about it for a little while and then I made my decision that I was going to stay at place B. So I text her back and I told her, okay, I will be there and pick up my things. And I said, I hope things work out for all of us. That's what I told her. And then that was that. So this morning now, I have to bother my husband to take me to go and pick up my things from place A. And I work kind of far from where I live. So he takes me over there and I pick up my things. And I'm thinking to myself, just what is going on, okay? That's like two strikes in actually a little bit less than an eight-hour period, but... I just uh, was like, wow, it's like somebody came and smacked me around a couple of times. So that is why I had to postpone the interview with Victoria because I wasn't here this morning. As a matter of fact, I just got back a little while ago and it is almost one o'clock because I had some other errands that I had to take care of today. So that is, that is my tale of woe. Anyways, um, I had to contact some of my clients and tell them, and they're like, what's going on? What's wrong with her? I have no idea, but it's her place, so she has a right to make those decisions. I, I can't answer for anyone else, but um, as I said, it's her right. But what I think is going to happen, because I've seen this happen before, with her, with this particular person. And she has um, fired people and then has became desperate in search of uh, employees and tried to hire them back. But they don't want to go back because they have found another place or, or so on. Or they just say no because she just trips so easily. So it wouldn't surprise me if sometime in the future... I would hear from her again, and um, I would probably go back because I've got nothing to um, to like be angry about or to have bad feelings about. So if she contacted me and said, oh, you know what, I'm sorry, I had a tummy ache or I had a headache or whatever the case may be, and um, I want you to come back and work here, well, I would. You know, I mean, this is the first time that this has happened, so it, I would. 
But if it was like something that happened before and this and that, okay, well, that's a different story, then I would not. But anyways, I believe that a lot of things that are happening to certain individuals at this time is because there is something, and I don't know what it is, but it's in the atmosphere. Maybe it has something to do with space weather. Maybe there are different frequencies that affect certain people and not everyone. But it seems that there is uh, something happening that is definitely causing certain people to act in ways that maybe they wouldn't normally. Because, well, it's not just because of fall. There are other reasons also, even though Thursday will be the first day of autumn. And um, I know I said this the last time, but as I sit right here and I look outside, I can already see it. I can see the colors changing. I can see, I'm just talking about the colors of the sunlight as they come down, like in the backyard. The sun rays, it changes its hue from like this bright whitish color to a more type of a golden, like a warmth type of color. The sky is clear as can be, but it's almost like the sunlight has a golden color to it. It's just so beautiful. Fall is probably my favorite time of year, even though it can also be the most active. A lot of people, and I believe... Once again, that this person that I just told you about is being affected by something that is atmospheric. I'm not saying that this is 100% and it's carved in stone, but this is my personal belief. All right. So with that, some of the questions that I got for Victoria... If I'm not able to get her on here within the next week or two, because she's very busy, I'm just going to ask her these questions and then she can answer me whenever she can. I can text her these questions because a lot of listeners sent in some very good and valid questions. And one of them actually was one that I had. And that is how are some churches haunted, but not only haunted, they're like infested with these dark entities. How does that happen when it is or was a church? And I'm not talking about, oh, it used to be a church and now it's a clothing store. No, I'm talking about someplace that was once a church And now is abandoned. It's just not in use anymore. How does this happen? And I have to tell you, that is, in my opinion, that is a very good and valid question. Something that I would like to know also. There were some other uh, questions about... Now, I know that she is not like... um, 
I, I'm going to say the word allowed, but I, I'm, I'm not using the correct word, okay? So when I say this word allowed, but I know that, okay, she is not able to perhaps answer questions and say names, mention names of certain people or what have you that um, she believes are um, part of some of these things that have happened in the past. But another one that I got was um, what happened, what really happened to JonBenet Ramsey. And I have to tell you guys, I really haven't thought about that. I really haven't because uh, last time I was watching something about that particular murder, I was, um, I saw Lieutenant Kenda and he said that he wouldn't touch that case because it was already like people had just messed up so so much evidence so many things were ruined he said I wouldn't even touch it so what really did happen to that poor little girl I mean this is like what 1996 or something like that what happened yeah that is another really good question along with some other questions about the parallel universe things like this now we have got more people coming forward with some really strange stories about certain things that have happened to them and they don't know what it is. They don't know how to even comprehend what has happened to them. Many of these people with these experiences don't know or haven't heard about things like parallel universe or anything like that, different realities, you know, and, and things. But um, there's this one, and it's a story about how she was getting text messages from someone that she knew. But many times when she would get these text messages, she would be with that person. Like you're driving in a car with your sister or your friend and you get a text and you pick up your phone to read it and it's from your friend who was driving in the car and you know that it's impossible that this person has just texted you. You're like hanging out with someone and you get a text, you pick up your phone, you look, it's a text for that person you're hanging out with. See, so there are more and more of these type of things happening and like I said, many of these people don't realize different things like this. So they cannot even begin to figure out what's happening. They usually will blame it on their device. They'll say, oh, it must have just been something that they text to me, but it didn't come through until like 12 hours later or two days later or whatever the case may be. That's the usual story that they'll say. But this certain individual who was getting these text messages actually texted back. And the person texted back again. So they were having a, what well, I call it a textorization, all right, back and forth. But it was supposedly her friend who was right there with her. 
And she didn't say anything to her friend until later on. But she was having a communication with someone. And in the middle of all of this, it seemed that a lot of the places and things that they were talking about were similar, but they weren't the same. So the, the towns were similar, but there was something that was always different in her communication. So this went on. They, okay, then they stopped communicating. And then the next day in the morning, she got another text, another communication. And then she started saying, well, it must have been my phone. I, I don't know. There must have been somehow things got tangled up. And that's how I was getting this uh, communication from someone. But the person knew certain things about the town. They talked about the towns that each of their lived in. But when she would mention like some kind of a landmark, the other person would not be familiar with it. I mean, it's a well-known, something that's well-known in your town. Like if you would say, oh, you know, it's over there by the whatever, Macho Taco restaurant. And everyone in town knows that place because it's really popular. It's one of those type of deals. That person was like, no, that's where the whatever is. You know, they would name something else. I mean, yeah, it could all be a hoax, but how do you explain these text messages coming from her friend's phone? But it wasn't. It was her friend's number. It had the name on there of her friend, but it wasn't. She wasn't getting a text message from a number that was unfamiliar to her. Her friend's number and that little icon picture that she had of her friend was on there each time this communication happened. So the only way that you can explain it, once you eliminate certain things like somebody just playing around, although I don't know how that would happen, but I guess if you're a real techie, you would be able to do something like this. But then again, why? And why would you carry it on? So it would have to be you were communicating with someone in the next dimension, something that is so close to ours that it is very similar, but it's not exactly the same. Just like, okay, then we've got this. Now it is said that there are different versions of ourselves in these universes, in these different dimensions. So could it be that that person who she was communicating with, that was supposedly her friend, thought that they were communicating with that other version okay, of the girl who was getting these messages. See, it gets so involved. These type of things just become so involved. 
you have to really be able to think out of the circle, out of what we think is normal and what we believe that, okay, well, no, that can't happen. You know, we all have our ideas. So we're in a little box. We have to be able to really, really think outside of that so that there's really no roof. There's no top, all right? When we start thinking about these different things and trying to answer these questions. But then she texts her friend, okay? So she texts her friend and her friend texts her back. And it's really her friend now. It's not this other or whatever it is. Because her friend has not had any of this conversation. And as a matter of fact, she started to tell her like, okay, maybe you need to go get examined because you're talking like you're way out there. But what happened was when her friend texted her back. Now, this is the friend that didn't know anything like this was happening, okay? She didn't know that there was someone somewhere with the same phone number and with the same little picture that was texting her friend. So when she tells her about this and then, okay, I'm going to call her girl number two. Girl number two is the girl who has not had any of this experience. So when girl number two looks at the text message from her friend, she can scroll, okay? She can start scrolling now. And she sees the text messages to her friend that did not come from her. So how did that get on her phone? And she was freaked out about it. How does that happen? How do we explain this? So when these collide, when these worlds, whatever you want to call them, versus when they collide, it's like it goes, that's like kind of like, okay, it kind of like spills over. And that's when these things are able to happen. And that's also another reason I believe that they don't last. And I don't know how many hours, okay? So there's a collision of, of the universes. How long does that last before it slowly starts to ebb? And then you're back to just your own single universe. That's what I kind of think happened here. That's why after a certain amount of time, those messages were on the friend's phone, even though she didn't send them. I mean, this is wild. This, this kind of stuff is wild, and it seems kind of far out there, but it's happening. There are people coming forward now who will say they ha- are getting emails and they are getting messages 
from people who they have no idea who these people are. And this happened when I first heard about this was a while back when they used to have like Yahoo Messenger and stuff like that. So you could like message people with that Yahoo and I guess um, some of the other whatever you call them, had them like MSN, I guess they had their own and so on, Outlook, Messenger, whatever the heck. So there were people who were saying that they were getting messages from they from who knows who. They're like, I don't know who this person is, but how does this person know my name? And these people would even like send pictures and certain things because they were like oh come on you have to know it's me don't come on and they would be like insistent but there were a few people who were coming out saying I do not know who this is I do not know who these people are and how did they even find my messenger how did they know me Some people didn't even have a messenger and got messages from people that they don't know and didn't know. So, I mean, it it leads me back to, all right, and I don't know for sure, but that's what's been said and it would kind of make sense. If there are parallel universes, then there would be different versions of each of us. Or it would not be a parallel. It would be something else. And now they're saying that maybe that is what causes the Mandela effect. Okay, once again, we have the spilling over. We have the collision of these separate universes. Okay, they're spilling over into ours and vice versa. So... We have to look at it. I mean, that's one of the ways, okay, that we can look at this stuff. Now, the thing about the churches and stuff like that, I know that um, a lot of times when places like that are no longer used and are abandoned, there are people who will go in there and, um, like, tear them up and just vandalize the whole place. They'll spray paint like pentagrams and things like this in there and so on for whatever reason. And perhaps that is one of the reasons why a lot of these places will end up being taken over by these dark entities. A lot of... um, People used to do that, actually, where there were some houses that they were going to tear them down. So they boarded them up. They were going to tear them down. But before they did, people um, would go in there and they would perform rituals. And I remember this from a long time ago, even before I was aware of things like that. I wasn't always aware that people actually did that kind of stuff till they started mentioning it that it was happening in these houses that were on the other side of the town where my grandparents lived. 
and the police would go in there and they would talk about all the things that they found in these boarded up houses. Some of them were like um, feathers, certain types of feathers. Then you had the black candles. You had the drawings, the sigils and all this stuff on the ground as well as on the walls. You know, the typical, the three sixes, the pentagram and all these other deals. They would find uh, dead animals that had been killed in many different and gruesome ways and things like that. So that's one of the ways. I mean, they would conjure some of these things. But is it always, is it always due to that? There is a lot that we don't know. I mean, when you look at us, okay, individually, each of us, has something to bring to the table. Each of us, as an individual, we do not know everything. That's why we share. That's why we all share stories and experiences and encounters. That's why we ask questions. That's why we read certain things so that we can gain some knowledge. But all of us, have that something that we can bring. Like when the children used to have sharing time at school, everybody brings something to share. And we all gain from it. Everything that even every once in a while you might have hear of a little tidbit of something that just piques your interest. Maybe there's a, a story, a, even an item even sometimes you'll pick up on a keyword that you will start looking into. And it, the more that we, the more knowledge that we are able to collect and then share. And there are, I mean, when we're being serious, okay, there are no silly stories. I mean, when we're talking about this stuff for, for reals, talking about encounters, talking about some of the things that are happening out there and that are going on out there as we speak right now. There is nothing that, you know, you can say to yourself, oh, they don't want to hear that, that might be lame. No, there is nothing. And um, what may be kind of boring to one person could be extremely interesting to another, as well as we never know who may have had a similar experience and things like this. So we shouldn't be afraid to share some of these things. I know some of the stuff that I talk about or that I say sound like kind of far-fetched. But I'm going to tell you that before I tell you guys anything, I try as hard as I can to make sure that it's not bogus. And to make sure that it actually happened as well as some of the things are very difficult to find out about. There are some obscure subjects out there that I have a hard time finding out. But that's when I will ask you guys also, like, if you can fact check these things. Because sometimes I just can't find out anything. 
maybe just a couple little things, okay? One of these subjects is the subject about St. Germain. That is something that I have been reading about for quite a while. And there are many different ways that people will describe this person. You have people who say that he was an alchemist and he lived until he was in his 90s and, you know, like the 1600s or whatever, but then he died and that was that. But then you've got people who say um, he really didn't die. He actually continues to live on. And uh, you got people who say he was and he is an ascended master. You've got all these different things. And to tell you the truth, I don't know if this person even really, truly existed. There are like these drawings or paintings of him and things like this, because you have to remember back then there were no cameras as far as we know. You've got people who say that um, in their writings about this person that they never saw him eat anything or drink anything. Someone uh, said that they saw him eat one time and it looked like some kind of gruel, you know, which is kind of like a oatmeal kind of stuff. But I find it a fascinating story. I have read extensively and there is nothing that I have read so far that makes me feel sure that this person existed or sure that he didn't or anything like that. And even if he was an alchemist, I mean, that doesn't mean that you are immortal because you've got people out there saying that, oh yes, and he's still alive to this day and so on. So... There are so many things out there. And this is one of them that to me is just, it's very interesting. It's very mysterious. Um, I, I don't necessarily think it's creepy, but I also wanted to ask Victoria about that. Like, what do you think about this? Is this person, did he really exist? And so on. So anyways, um, I just want to get back to the subject of uh, Jean-Bernard Ramsey real quick. I know that um, when we might ask Victoria questions about that, she would not be able to come out and just say certain people's names and things like this. What she believes or who she believes would have been the person who did this and so on. So that, um, and maybe she does have a good idea. Maybe she hasn't looked into it. I don't know. But that actually was a um, pretty good question. So um, like I said earlier, I'm going to present some of these to her and she can get back to me whenever she can so we can get some answers. So... um if I can't get her back on, like within the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, 
it's one of those things, you know, I guess that um, maybe the universe just decided that she wasn't supposed to come on today, or maybe it was decided that I shouldn't work at that place, uh, and for some reason I should stay home for a couple of days, because there's a reason for everything. People think, oh, yeah, well, cars break down. Well, they do break down. But when you have something like this, it's almost like a chain of events that are not related. Just makes me have to calm down a minute and just um, kind of like take a deep breath and say, okay, for whatever reason, I guess... I'm supposed to maybe just stay home. You know, I don't like doing that, but oh well. I don't really have a choice right now. I don't want to drive that big old truck around. I can't even drive through the... If I wanted to go through a drive-thru, I can't do it. If I wanted to go to the bank drive-thru, I can't do it. I'll be stuck there. Who would I call to come and get me out of the drive-thru? Because I can't drive that big old truck through there. (laughs) So I'll just stay home and see what happens. Take my car in tomorrow. Hopefully, it's nothing major. But anyways, guys, um, I know I was all over the place today. I One of the reasons, okay, besides that's how I am, I'm just always all over the place, is because I was not ready for this. I was planning on having an interview and a discussion with Victoria, and I didn't want to not come on because I wanted to let you guys know what happened. So that's why. I am, let me see, I'm going to try to be back tomorrow. I might not be able to be. It depends on what goes on with this car now. Um, But I'm going to be reading, since I've got nothing else to do right now, I'm going to be reading, see what we are going to be discussing, as well as with my friend. Now, when she comes back, we're going to try for this weekend, see if she can come by um let me see no 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 i'm sorry we're gonna wait till the first that would begin in october but you know what she may come by anyways we can talk about all kind of things without having to really um dig into our halloween special because i'm gonna tell you between the two of us we've got plenty of experiences she has plenty you will never forget these like i said before and uh, we've had experiences together also just hanging out things have happened to us So I just want to um, let you guys know that I hope everyone is having a great day today, Sunday. The weather is like really, really perfect here right now. I hope the same for all of you, wherever you are. I want to thank you all for listening in. I want to thank you for the questions that you sent in, and I'm going to present those to Victoria. We will get answers, okay, to to your questions. I'm not forgetting about that. And to everyone, whether you're listening in the United States, whether you're in Australia, any of the other places in the UK, I thank you all for joining us, okay, on this path. And this path doesn't end. I mean, it's a path that continues on for as long as we are here.
Be talking to you guys soon. Ciao.